哈利路亚，愿大家平安。哈利路亚 ，May peace be to you all。今天晚上我们一起来学习的题目是“一人必因信得生”。Tonight's topic will be the righteous shall live by faith。我们是以罗马书做一个介绍。We get an introduction to the book of Romans。因为我们教会最近的读经进度进到罗马书。Because our Bibles, Bible reading, have entered the book of Romans。我们把握这个机会啊，就把这一段这一卷很重要的。保罗的书信跟大家来做一个介绍。Thus, we're going to have make a very important introduction to all the books written by Paul. 让我们在读的时候啊，能够跟着这些重点跟主题，能够抓对教训。Therefore, as we read the book of Romans, we may capture these teachings and doctrines. 啊，罗马书啊，在新约书卷里面呢、啊，是很重要的卷书。The book of Romans is a very important book within the New Testament. 啊，它啊，在使徒行传之后，就被放在它的后面。And the order is right after the book of Acts. 是保罗书信的，这里所说的啊，按照这个排名啊的第一卷呢。And according to the order, it is the first book written by Paul. 啊，那这里说啊，罗马书啊，其实虽然是一个书信，但是其实它是一卷有关于介绍救恩的书。Even though the book Romans considered a letter, but it's a book that introduces salvation. 因为当时候。保罗还有其他的使徒，他们要把主耶稣的救恩传给外邦。At that time, the Pauls, Paul and the apostles are preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. 大家知道要信耶稣。Everyone knows to believe in Jesus Christ. 要信信耶稣才可以得救。That they, in what should be saved, they need to believe in Jesus Christ. 但是同时间呢，又有一些犹太人的基督徒啊，慢慢有这种想法。But there are some、um, Christians who were Jews originally. They had a thought. 他们说，是不是也要守律法呢？ They ask themselves, "Do we need to obey the Mosaic law?" Ah, so Paul felt like he needs to clarify the more clearly the salvation plan. So Romans is also a very comprehensive and detailed book. So the book of Romans is also considered a very systemic and a book of doctrines. Paul is like a trained lawyer or a lawyer. So Paul seems like he was educated in the field of law. Ah, he is very well-rounded, very systematic, and very well-rounded. Paul systematically and with logic, he connected the salvation from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Ah, although reading it, when you first read the book, you may feel find it very difficult to read. 会随着圣灵的感动，让我们明白保罗所强调的很重要的道理。As you read along through the movement of the Holy Spirit, it will emphasize the important teachings mentioned by Paul. 因为他是在在讲基督教的里面一个最重要的教义，一个基石。Because it talks about the foundations of the Christian denomination. 啊 ，doctrine. Doctrine. 所谓的 doctrine 教义，就是很有系统的将我们的信仰表达出来。And the doctrines is explained systemically to our faith. 啊，保罗啊，就是按照用神给他的这个圣灵的感动，把最重要的这个因信称义的道理，把它写得很清楚。Thus, Paul, through the revelation by the Holy Spirit, he was able to explain clearly what does it mean to be justified by faith. 在他之前呢、啊，没有人一个使徒可以像他这样解释的那么详细。There are no other apostles who were able to explain to this degree of clarity. 啊，这是神给他特别的恩赐。And this is something that God has especially gifted him. 那这卷书啊，也是每一个基督徒啊，应该好好去研读的一卷书。And this is a book that all Christians should carefully read. Ah, that this book in Christian history is very important. 
And this book serves an important function in the history of the Christians. We know that when the apostles preach the gospel, it is 100% pure. With the abundance of the Holy Spirit, they preach the complete truth. So the apostles, the church at the apostolic time is a church that saves. But unfortunately, after the first generation of these Christians, they died. Then the ways and teachings of the church start to deviate. And there were uh, many teachings of men were added onto it. Initially, they changed baptism. They changed the Sabbath day to, from Saturday to Sunday. They also added men's customs such as Christmas. And later on, Catholic was created and there were also other human customs. Rituals. Rituals. Many ritual festivals and holidays were added on. They were burning incense, burning candles, and worshiping certain saints. And more and more of human customs were added on. In the mid-centuries, the church was on the decline. And it was conflicting with the uh, political at that time. So therefore, the church at that time, they were trying to get the money from the people. So therefore, they thought of a... Um, Selling the indulgence. Selling indulgence to, to the people for the sins. So they say, as long as you purchase this indulgence, you may wash with the sins of your ancestors. So with if you offer a lot of money, then you may have be forgiven many sins. So you see how the, the, the church was on a decline at the mid-century. And there was a father called Martin Luther in a Catholic church. He read the book of Romans. He read from front to the end and all of a sudden his eyes were opened. So we are saved because of the salvation given by Jesus Christ. It is not related to how much you buy the indulgence or how, who, which idols you offer to. It's not about how much money you offer or all the good deeds you have done. But it's your faith toward Jesus Christ. So you see the importance of this book. So inspire him. So this is inspire is a great uh, a starting point for inspiration. Uh,一啊让启发马丁路德啊推行了那个改教宗教改教的运动. Uh, so inspire Martin Luther to start a reformation in the religion. 哇，这个这个影响基督教非常大的影响。So it greatly influenced Christianity. 所以这卷书啊，真的是可以说震撼整个基督教。so you can see that this book brought a great shock to the Christian world. 
To let men realize that the most important concept of Christian is to believe in Jesus Christ, therefore you will be justified. Even though the uh, church that Martin Luther, came, uh, Martin Luther uh, preached did not have the complete truth, and his reformation have corrected many errors taught by the Catholics. So this book in Christianity is very important. So have briefly introduced the book. And the author of this book is Paul. Chapter so he treats himself as a bond servant with chains or a slave. Doesn't matter what you do in the heavenly kingdom. Doesn't matter how much respect you receive. Or how how influential you may be. If you even if you have become an elder or of a high position, but before Jesus Christ, we are only a bond servant. And before members, we are also servants before them. Those who do holy work must know that you we are servants. We are not masters. We are not the boss. We are not leaders. We are servants. This very concept all the holy workers must remember. We must humble ourselves. Paul didn't say, I am such a great uh, apostle. The very first thing he said, I am a bond servant of Jesus Christ. So he emphasized on the master. Then he introduced himself and says, Call to be an apostle. Apostles are to the ones sent to preach the gospel. And these special workers are selected by God. It's not whether you decide to do it or not. Paul originally was not an apostle. But before Paul, Become a Christian, he was Saul. He was a Pharisee in the Judeo sect. He completely opposed Christianity. He uh, despised Jesus Christ. He thought that the gospel that Jesus Christ preached had uh, greatly influenced the Christianity. He believed that what Jesus preached directly contradicts with the Old Testament. So he made his goal to persecute Christians. And he set his life goal to, uh, to, uh, to make all 
to persecute all the Christians. 连斯提凡被害的时候，他也在那边做见证，也非常高兴。And yeah, the time when Stephen was being stoned, he was there. He was very happy. 所以他是绝对的反基督的。So he directly opposed Christianity. 但是神很爱他。But God loved him. 神要拣选的人就会改变。Whoever God wants to choose, they will change. 我们看加拉太书第一章。That's Galatians chapter one, 十三节 verse thirteen. 加拉太一章十三节 Galatians one, verse thirteen. 你们听见我从前在犹太教中所行的事，怎么极力逼迫、残害神的教会？十四节 fourteen. 我要在犹太教中比我本国许多的人更有长进，为我祖宗的遗传更加热心呢、啊。这里告诉我们，保罗他以前真的很热心。Here tells how fervent Paul was before. 啊，热心来逼迫耶稣。He was very fervent in persecuting Christians. 但是神拣选他。But God chose him. 好，我们看第十五节。Let's look at verse fifteen. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through His grace, 十六 ，to reveal His Son in me that I might preach Him along to Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with the flesh and blood. 神在什么时候拣选保罗的呢 ？When did God choose Paul? 他还没有生出来啊，在肚子里面，妈妈肚子里面就把他分别出来了。Before he was born in his mother's womb, God chose him. 只是时候还没有到，他不知道。But time was not at hand. 时候到了，在走在大马士革的路上。But when the time is right on the road to Damascus, 主耶稣用荣光照他。Ah,、uh, Jesus Christ shined glorious light upon him. 把他的眼睛弄瞎了。And he was blind for a short period of time. 跟他说，扫罗，扫罗，你为什么逼迫我 ？Say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? 从那一刻开始，他的人生就有很大的改变。From that very moment on, his life started to change. 从敌基督。逼迫基督徒到信耶稣，还有呢，到处传耶稣啊。好、oh, ，so I came from the person of persecuting Christians to preaching God Jesus Christ everywhere。所以有时候一个人哦是可以改变的。So we are able to change。我们今天能够在主的恩典当中。Now we live under the grace of God。不是因为我们比较好。It's not because we are better than anyone else。神拣选了我们啊。But instead, God chose us。神什么时候拣选我们 ？When did God choose us？ 那你在妈妈肚子里面就拣选你了。And when you're in your mother's womb, God has chosen you. 你还没有生出来，还没有过一天，神都拣选你了。Before you were born, before you live one day, God has chosen you. 这个是神的主权啊，你也没有办法问什么啊？为什么拣选我 ？And this is sovereignty of God. You cannot ask God, God, why you choose me? 为什么不拣选他 ？Why don't you choose someone else? 你不用这样问。You do not have to ask. 神有他的主权，神喜欢拣选谁就喜欢拣选谁。God has total sovereignty. Whoever he wants to choose, he will choose. 但是被拣选的人要战战兢兢。And those who are chosen by God, you must be very careful. 好，那保罗被拣选了，他有这个任务。So Paul is chosen. He has this task. 他的任务就是要传基督在外邦人中间。His task was to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. 啊，那所以他就去外邦传教。So therefore, he went to the Gentile land to preach. 他跑了很多地方。He went to many places. 但是有些地方他还没有机会去到。And there are some places he didn't have the chance to go there yet. 两千年前没有飞机，也没有很好的方便的交通，要去远的地方不容易。Two thousand years ago, there were no planes and transportation was inconvenient, so to go to far places was very difficult. 但是两千年之前呢，已经可以靠写信去传达一些比较重要的书信的内容。But two thousand years ago, one of many ways to communicate is to write letters to. Preach important concepts. Ah, 那保罗都写了这封很长的信呢。So therefore, Paul wrote this letter. Ah, 所以罗马书的受信人就是在罗马的教会。So the receiver of the letter of Romans, they live in Rome, the Church of Rome. Oh, 我们可以想象啊，在今天的罗马，就是意大利的首都啊。So we think about Rome, the capital of Italy. Ah, 大家都很知道，世界有名的城市。We all know it's a very famous city. 曾经有纯正的。得救的真教会在那边了
So at one point there was a church that preached the complete truth and church that saved. At that time there were not many uh, members. There were no uh, structure that was properly built for a church. Perhaps just a couple of Christians gathered together and they started a church. But it was a church established based on a complete truth preached in the book Acts. Let's talk about the background of this book. So Roman, the church in Rome was not established by Paul. And Paul has established been to many places, but when Paul wrote the book of Romans, he has not been there yet. He had a hope that he would visit the church in Rome. But at that time, he did not go there yet. And this is what was mentioned in Romans chapter 15. Let's read Romans chapter 15, verse 24. Romans chapter 15, verse 23. 23. But now no longer having a place in these parts and having a great desire these many years to come to you. 24. Whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you, for I hope to see you on my journey and to be helped on my way there to you, if first I may enjoy your company for a while. Paul felt like he has been preaching in many places. He had no other places to go. He wanted to go to Spain. People thought at that point that the Spain was the end of the world. Because in the land of Europe, the most western part it is Spain. And then it is the Atlantic. At that time, they didn't know that after, when you cross the Atlantic, you have the North American. So Paul at that time realized that Spain was the end of the world. He wants to go there and preach. But in order to go to Spain, you, mean you must pass through Rome. So he, was, he hoped one day he, would, he have, uh, have to go to Rome. So we know that the last few chapters of Acts, he did indeed end up in Rome. But at, when, at this time, he did not go there yet. But he was very concerned about the situations in Rome. He heard that there was a church there. He was concerned about whether the members there had a clear understanding of the truth. Whether the truth was pure or not. He hasn't gone there yet. Then what, what is he going to do? Holy Spirit moved him, so he wrote a letter and sent someone to send a letter to Rome. After I write it, the members can read it. Sometimes it is better if you write it than speaking it. Once you speak about it, it will disappear. But if you write it, write it, it will sustain it longer. And this church was not only read by church in Rome, but everywhere else. Thus, it became a very important doctrinal book in the New Testament. And this is the movement of the Holy Spirit. So now we're talking about who established the church in Rome. 
The Bible did not record any. But it's a very important concept. The Rome, the church in Rome and every other church were established by the Holy Spirit. Man is only service as a worker. It doesn't matter if when the Bible doesn't record who established the church. What's important is the work of the Holy Spirit. Just like in church today, do not ask the question, oh, who is the first family to move here? Do not even ask who's the first one to start service here. Even if you know it doesn't matter, just do not emphasize it. Uh, the true church is established by the Holy Spirit. And there are Christians at that time who were persecuted and they um, came to Rome. And very possibly that they gather for service and slowly establish the church. And during the day of Pentecost, there were so also witnesses who came from Rome. Let's turn to Acts chapter 1, verse 10. Actually, it's chapter 2, verse 10. Verse 2, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya, and journey Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and prosthetics. So during the day of Pentecost, there were also visitors from Rome. And later on, about 3,000 people believed and baptized. And within these 3,000, about 3,000 who believe, and if some of them were Romans, they were brought the news back to Rome. But they do not have a deeper understanding of the truth. And there were any apostles who would go to Rome to explain it to them. Thus, Paul wrote this letter. So let's talk about, talk about the time and place of this when Paul wrote this letter. According to many Bible scholars, that they all agree that Paul wrote this during his third missionary trip. This is last missionary trip. And at that time, he was staying at the Corinth for a longer period of time. And he had extra time on his hand. He had some quiet time, so he uh, completed a few letters. And it's about um, 56 to 67 AD. So at this time, persecution was not very severe. So in comparison, it's actually pretty calm. So therefore, Paul was able to write down many important teachings. So this is also the arrangements of God. And if 10 years afterward, the country itself faced severe Christian persecutions. So that's what the theme in the book of Rome. 
So there's a very, very two important verses in the book, whole book. Let's turn to Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 17. 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it is the power of God of salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first, also for the Greeks. 17, For it is in the righteous of God is revealed from the faith to, to faith, and as it is written, the just shall live by faith. 这两节圣经就是整个罗马书的最中心的思想的两节。So these two verses is a central theme in the book of Romans.如果你的圣经有红笔的话，就可以把这两节画起来。If you have a pen, please underline these two verses.他说我不以这个福音为羞耻。Paul says, "Why I'm not ashamed of this gospel?虽然那个时候已经很多人看不起基督教。At this time, many people despise Christianity.但是保罗非常有信心。But Paul was full of faith.他说这个福音是神的大能。so this gospel is power of God. It's to save all those who believe. Why? Because man needs to be saved. Through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we can be justified. So this uh, righteous is very important. And in our doctrine, there's many uh, key words. Uh, we uh, quite often the word gospel. And it's about uh, the word believe about 75 times. The word righteous also appears 75 times. The word justify appears 13 times. So if you were to study the key words, then these few key words are very important. So this book uh, explains what is gospel. What is gospel? The gospel, the original of the meaning of the gospel, it means good news. So what good news are there today? If if you hear a certain store have a great discount, then that's a great news. But it's actually not a good news because when you go, you're spending your money. It's not actually a good news. Some people say, oh, there's a good news that the vaccines are out. And one of them is like, even though there's vaccines, you're not willing to take it. Because there are side effects of the vaccines. We do not know what are the side effects. So it's not actually a good news. Some people may say, Oh, I want to take the vaccine, but it will not come to me. You will not get it immediately. So there is nothing in this world that's absolutely good news. So even though you have a vaccine, but there are many numerous diseases that might come out, we do not know if it's effective. So there is no absolute good news. But there is one good news that is eternal and absolute. And what is this good news? It was mentioned in the book of Rome. The sinners are supposed to face destruction. But since we believe in Jesus Christ, that will be justified by faith. To be justified by faith is to be accepted before God. 
Now before God, we have become righteous and good. We know that sinners originally are are not good. How can we become better? We know that if a person has committed a crime, they must go to prison. And they will suffer in there, they lose the freedom. And when they come out, they have a certain record. There's a criminal record. It's difficult to find a job. So not everything can be easily forgiven. And Paul said this in the Bible. He wants to use the book of Romans to show one point. That it is impossible for mankind to save themselves. Everyone is under the influence of sin. And it's under different severity of sins. Whether if you are Jews who are bound by the law, you are in sin. You are Gentiles, you are without law. You also live in sin. And the conclusion is the same. And you will face death and judgment. It's very pitiful. But now there's a gospel. Through relying on Jesus Christ. I believe in Jesus Christ, you will have an eternal life. And this is very the central theme of the book of Romans. So next, the book of Romans will talk about three important questions. It's all related to Jesus Christ. First, why do we all need Jesus? Second, what did Jesus do for us? Three, how do we how can we receive the salvation through Jesus Christ? And these three questions focus on Jesus Christ. And the book of Romans talk about these three points. So let's briefly talk about the first question. How come you and I need Jesus Christ? Because we need salvation. Let's go to Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Romans chapter 12, chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, the death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. For until the law of sins was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. 14. Nevertheless, death reigns from Adam to Moses, even over those who sin according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is the type of him who was to come. Here tells us sin entered the world through one man. Just like this virus. And millions of people in this world have contracted this virus. But it's also the main source, the first person to get this virus. And this virus, this virus did not appear suddenly across the world. But must come from the first patient. According to the news, it came from Wuhan. But no one knows who, what, who was the first patient. So if through one person that this virus still continues to be contagious and pass from man to man. This virus came into one person and influenced the whole world. Influenced the economy. Influenced the family. It affected your health. Influenced your travel plans. 
And more importantly, it take, has taken many lives. We all know the, the fears of this virus. But don't we all realize there's one thing that's even more scary than this COVID-19? And that is sin. And sin is the one of the most severe um, spiritual things you can have. God created everything in this world, and it was very good. And He created Adam and Eden, and it was very good, and He put them in the Garden of Eden. And God gave him a very commandment easily to follow. You could eat all the fruits of the trees in the garden. Except the fruit that uh, of knowledge of good and evil. How come you cannot eat this fruit? There is no reason why, because God said you cannot. God just wants you to be obedient. It's not because that tree is poisonous. It's not because that tree is especially evil. But God says, you must listen to my words. As long as you obey my words, sins will not enter into the world. The very day you disobey me, sin will enter into your heart. So God gave men the freedom to choose whether to obey or disobey. If God did not give men the freedom to choose, he would not give this commandment. The most important central of men is that we have our total we have control. We have this free will to choose. So God wants you to use your control, a free will to listen to his words. As long as you listen to God's words, sin will not enter into the world. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve choose not to listen to God's word. So thus sin enter into the world. So therefore it says death came from sin. And what kind of death is here mentioned? First, when Adam and Eve ate the the fruit, the spiritual life died. They do not have a spiritual life no longer. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, verse 22. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil, and now lest he put on his head and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. 23. Therefore the Lord sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So here tells us what did Adam lose? So 23, verse 23, he was cast out of the Garden of Eden. He was departed from God. He did not have a spiritual life no longer. He cannot eat the fruit of the tree of life. So therefore he also lost his physical life. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 5, verse 5. 5 verse 5. So all the days of Adam lived for 930 years, and he died. Wow. So afterward, Adam still lived for a long period of time. We do not know that at the age where he ate the fruit. And perhaps it was not very old. How come? 
Because at the time he did not have any children yet. So you can say that he sinned after no longer after he was created. So when he sinned, his spiritual life died first. He was also cast out before God. Even though he lived for a long period of time. But around at 936, he died. So after Genesis chapter 5, verse 5, record genealogy of Adam after they lived certain years, they died. So not one person who did not taste death. Aside from verse 21, Enoch is very special character. So death through one man entered the world, that everyone must taste death. You and I are the same. One day our flesh will perish. And nowadays, because of COVID, we are very anxious. We do not want to contract this virus or else we will die. So many people are afraid of death. So therefore they do not want to go outside. They are unwilling to go on walks. Because they are afraid of death. How come? Because they are afraid to lose their life. But does it mean that if you are afraid of death, you will not die? I read the news during 1918 when the Spanish flu hit. So in 1919, the Spanish flu spread from Europe to Canada. At that time, it's just exactly like how it is today. The school was canceled. And all the public places were closed. Everyone must wear face masks. And you can only stay at home. We have experienced this hundred years ago. At the time, many people died. And there are also people who did not die. But where are those people who did not die? All those people who did not contract the Spanish flu later on, they still died. So, so it's very few number of people they say, oh, during the Spanish, I lived through the Spanish flu. Except if you are, except if you are 102 years old and above. Even if you are live over 100 years old, one day you will still taste death. So do not fear if you get this virus and you might die from it. Even though you do not contract this COVID-19, one day you will still die. Because is this the, the time and the place and the reasons may be different. So will someone ever say, I do not need Jesus? Who, who, does, who does not need Jesus? Only those who think they will continue to live forever. If you can live forever, then you do not need Jesus Christ. But in this world, there's no one that can live forever. Because we are under control of sin, under the influence of sin, we will taste death. What is the greatest burden? The heaviest burden is sin. Every burden is sin. 
Sin is like a burden. It will influence all aspects of your life. So, 有一句话说啊，最重的担子其实不是物质的担子，而是心灵的重担，就是罪。Just saying that the heaviest burden is not the of this world, but is it is sin. 好，所以我们从罗马书来看，怎么样来面对解决罪的这个问题。So, for for the book of Romans, we can learn how we can encounter the sin. 这个罪很可恶啊，它把我们跟神之间的隔开了。So sin is very cool. It separates us from God. So we have we may lose peace. Now we have many people. So we have we may have everything that we want. But many people's hearts are not happy. No happiness. Yet we are still in our hearts. 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 We are still in Twenty-three. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow, here it says, "The wages of sin is death." You talk about the wages of sin is death. You go to work, you work for a year, and at the end of the month, the boss will give you a salary. This is a natural. So it's very natural order. When you work for a whole month, and your boss will give you a salary at the end of the month. This is the reward. This is what you deserved. Okay, the wages of sin is death. And there's also wages for sin. On the Adam, we are sinners. If we continue to sin, we are considered sinners. But now God has opened a pathway for us. He hoped that we can receive eternal life. And Jesus Christ. So this sin, let's think about it. Here it's very interesting. It's very interesting. This sin, ah, takes us to places we don't want to go. Many people know how to study well, but they don't control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not good, yet they cannot control themselves. Many people know that gambling is not Sin it keeps you longer than what you want to stay. We might think, "I want to try this thing again. I don't want to stay in it." And sometimes you may say, "Oh, I just want to try a little bit. I didn't want to fully dedicate it." I will change. I will change. But you cannot change. You cannot 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 change. You think, oh, is this a small matter? But the sin wants you to lose everything. Many people have this kind of reflection when they are suffering. So Jesus Christ has given us a solution to solve sin. Through Jesus Christ, through His salvation. Let's turn to Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three. Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three. Please. Three, verse twenty-three. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Ah, here it says, "Sin, ah, is that all men have sinned and fall short of the glory of God." For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This Christian faith, ah, many people cannot accept. And many people are unable to accept Christianity. He says, "You Christians, open your mouth and say we are sinners." Because when you initially start saying stuff, you say we are all sinners. 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 We are all s
uh, nationality, the laws are constantly changing. What may be illegal may be changed to legal. What's illegal may change to legal. Because men's concepts are always changing. Because men men's standards are always changing because they cannot achieve it themselves. So, for example, certain drugs before are illegal, but now are legal. And suicide, uh, before it was illegal, but now they're trying to legalize it. That also, abortion was illegal, but now they're trying to legalize it. Because man doesn't have an absolute standard. If men are unable to achieve certain kind of standard, they will lower the standard or change it. But God has an absolute standard. So what's the original meaning of the word sin? Whether it is in Hebrew or it is in Greek, it means that it's missing the mark. We know that when we are doing archery, we must hit the center in order to hit the target. At least you must hit the board. There are some people who are unable to hit the, the board itself, they may shoot through into the forest. So what is sin? It's that you are unable to, to reach the standard of God. It's not your standard. It's not my standard. It's not Canada or United States standard. But it's heaven, God's standard. And this standard is different. So if you take the standard of God and you were to make a comparison, and perhaps our actions, our conducts were not when we should are not hitting the marks of God's standard. So according to God's standard, we have all fall short. So let's look at verse three, chapter three, verse twenty-three. Chapter three, verse twenty-three. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we must reflect on this verse. So what does it mean we all have sinned? As long as you do not glory, manifest the glory of God. So when God created man, he wants man to, glorif- to glorify him. Man's character must be in the likeness of God's character. Just like a mirror must reflect light. If you are unable to reflect all the good characteristics, then you have fall short of God's standard. So men need the salvation of God. So what have Jesus done for us? What can we do to receive his salvation? We'll talk about it tomorrow. Let's sing him. 啊,四百四十五,呃,两百零六首。206首。206首。206首。